far across the land and sea o to o to be aguna 5000 miles away a few arsenal bangalore fans come together to discuss all things arsenal welcome to the bangalore gunners podcast football rivalries derbies north london derby arsenal tottenham passion emotion victory and defeat a lot of things would be going on in your mind when i said those words and that is exactly what we are going to discuss about today welcome to episode 8 of the bangalore gunners podcast over the years rivalries have taken different shapes and forms rivalry between teams fighting it out for the title rivalries between teams fighting for cl spots and what not but the traditional derby rivalry has retained its old but charm if i could say that it's arsenal the traditional classy historic footballing elite was a tottenham who are always trying to play catch up i want to take this time to ask you what the rivalry has meant to you over the years yeah vivek um so uh, the northland derby i think is one of those fixtures that uh, all of us would look for as soon as the fixture list is out uh, it has always held a, a special place in my heart at least be it the time we had the the, the special screening in india the the premier league live screening or all the way back to when we actually won the league at the lane uh i think the emotions from the stadium literally come through the tv sets when we are thousands of miles away over here there, there are so many moments that encapsulate uh the passion and the emotion that is there in the northland and derby beat uh, onri's goal uh the the red card that arebayo got for his two for a challenge on wilshaw the epic 5-2 comeback the original 5-2 comeback when Van Persie scored that absolute beautiful goal, and Sanya with his header. So uh, th- there is there is so much that rides on a, on these North London derbies. Uh, I think it's 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 a fixture that is not only really special just to the fans but to the players as well. Maybe on some level you could say that not having as many English players uh, brings down the emotions, but. even having the academy kids in the squad or one player that's come through the ranks and has stuck around for a while for something for, for say let's say Aaron Ramsey uh the season before last when it seemed like he was the one driving the team in the northern derby so yeah everything about it it's just one of those games i think i, I would place it second only to a manchester united game for me in the premier league against vinay your thoughts um I'll contradict uh, Vivek on this except the last line which he said uh, which I agree Manchester United Arsenal for me is the biggest uh, game of the season and uh, that's simply because uh, Spurs were never considered uh, one of the most common discussions that you have with uh, fans who are there and fans who are away from let's say not London they always have the sense which they say like you don't understand if you don't understand in not London derby and frankly i agree uh, mainly because the spurs were always once you wouldn't really consider at least from the time i've been watching which is more than 20 years now spurs were always catch up spurs were an afterthought you would look at fixture list and say when are we playing united uh, at the max when are we playing chelsea uh, who were your title contenders we were title contenders and you wouldn't say that about spurs still let's say 
the last couple of seasons and even there they were second so north london derby is an emotional connect there are lots of memories uh, goods and bads so we can talk about that um little later but yes um, when it comes to understanding a derby or why it's so important it's bragging rights for spurs it's always one thing i think even now maybe maybe a little uh, lesser now but from the time i have uh, seen the premier league for them beating arsenal was the aim finishing above arsenal was the aim we used to aim higher and we should always aim higher than that because that means we are stooping down to their level so a north london derby is emotional a lot north london derby has uh, a lot of uh, memories of course yeah the title at the lane uh, 2004 um, and uh, there are lots of bad ones also uh, but we could get, dwell upon that a little later after i hear the rest of the guys speak about it but um, most importantly for me apart from the bragging rights uh, it's uh, arsenal united which matters more even today ankur your thoughts on um, whether this uh, lesser emotional um, connect Uh, if i can say that uh, when it comes to say the north london derby um, versus a game um, against united uh, yeah i'll uh, completely agree with both uh, vinay and vivek here for me also personally it's always uh, arsenal versus united which is the game for this season for me i mean that is one game which i always rate to be the biggest game for arsenal every season be it in the premier league and probably the very next game comes as uh, arsenal spurs uh, i i'll just repeat what when i said uh, tottenham never were a threat to us they always were a catch up they were always uh, under our shadow so for a team who who was never a threat to us and who never gave us a fight uh, essentially they wouldn't be called as rivals or that emotional connect wouldn't be that much there having said that over the years that i have been an arsenal fan and i've seen what it means to the club the fans who are actually there in north london yes uh, over the years it has grown and it has uh, made an important place in the list of the important games of the season but yeah arsenal united always be will be the game of the season and the biggest game of the season for me as well Uh, bala do you think um the the uh, rivalry with united is mainly because there are uh, you know so many united fans around us uh, in a city like uh, this or or uh, country in that reasons why it overshadow um the traditional you know derby rivalry if you, if you will yeah uh of course you know the bra- uh, bragging rights you know the local uh, rivalry uh, of course it means a lot for the you know the match going fans and you know, uh, with, uh, with both uh, home and away of you know derby being contested with and as a matter of fact many uh, families over there would have you know uh, your close uh, kin having you know being you know supporting the uh, you know your local rivals you know they are going to be there whereas with us you know fans from india it is the competitive edge whom uh, you know against the teams uh, whom we see as you know uh, contenders so yeah it's more than uh, 
to some extent yes of course it is there our uh, colleagues our cousins our you know uh, brothers who are uh, all you know in here who, who happen to support um, you know uh, united or even you know athlete uh, somewhere in uh, in between even chelsea would have even you know caught up as in like some of few of our friends would be even you know rooting for chelsea so we would never have had a you know uh, that kind of um, uh what do you call our local i mean our friends who will be rooting for you know uh, someone from spurs but off late over the years uh the competitive edge uh you we can even say you know our uh, level of uh, you know uh, being competitive as an arsenal's level of uh, being competitive as you know uh, taken a uh, little bit uh, low i mean not uh, a match wise i mean overall with respect to a season and whereas theirs you know gradually increasing but recently at least in the last 3 to 4 seasons for a neutrals this is the most fiercely contested derby i would even say i mean which i have even had heard from you know uh, many of the united and you know pool uh, liverpool supporting uh, you know friends as well they always you know see this as so fiercely contested derbies so as much as you know they can uh, brag about this one uh, united city always ends up as you know either of the you know one sided affair either united come utterly do- dominates or city utterly dominates and uh, so i'm for um, you know uh, for the league in the last 3 to 4 season i would say you know uh, uh, arsenal versus spurs is you know very fiercely contested uh, and you know uh, it's you know uh, as vivek mentioned it catches up to even you know the players also ramsey you know shushing tyer uh, uh and you know ask me to you know sit down and all those and even you know toreras uh, winner you know last to last year and then going mad around you know the wild, the wild celebrations so recently you know the competitive edge between the te- teams you know uh, is very fierce anjan i had yeah. uh, just so, a, just a couple of points uh, quickly to add uh, one of the analogies that bala said was um, in terms of united i mean the united city manchester derby Uh, one of the things that the locals will tell you is uh, that's very important uh, it's the same if you ask an uh, arsenal fan and we've had a lot of discussions around it online when they say if you don't understand this rivalry you you probably are not even considered a true arsenal fan but when the players were asked uh, i clearly remember ian gick saying this that uh, during our time uh, our biggest rivals were making sure we beat liverpool and arsenal city were not considered because they said they were they were not there so i think that's an analogy we could look at because spurs were not there during our our premier league uh, quite literally premier league era it's now the last maybe 4 5 years um that's when you are like okay where are they or how do we need to look back or they have surpassed us couple of seasons already but i think that's an analogy we could look at the manchester derby has got prominence just in the last maybe 4 or 5 years the same thing i think applies to the north london derby at least here though i do get it the locals will always treat this as the most important game yeah um so i i think i would actually agree for the most part with ne sure i i loved watching the north london derby in 2006 or 4 or or 2002 as uh as much as i do now but in terms of how much it mattered on and on how many levels it mattered uh as of now it matters on a footballistic and an emotional level maybe in 
three, it didn't matter because we knew there was only going to be one winner there. So yeah. Is it, is it because of uh, you know what's on what's on the table or what's on offer when we are we are playing against uh, Spurs? Because uh, last week, uh, that is uh, February twenty sorry uh, April twenty five. uh 2004 was was the uh, anniversary of our win um, at white hart lane where we drew and won the league so we quite literally went there uh, and uh, the league title was at stake so at that time um, i mean because now nowadays it's it's not the case um, we are uh, playing for say a champions league spot uh, which is not even the case this season um, so is it is it the uh, price at stake if i can say that uh, causing you know um, um, a lesser emotional connect so, so I, i would say the emotional connect is stronger now than ever it's it's just that there is a realistic footballistic connect as well because we play no the derby feel the derby feel um, i i sure. can say that yeah but, but i would say the emotional connect is even more now because there is a there is a lot riding on these matches uh we don't just play them because they are neighbors and we want to beat them badly because they are neighbors we also want to do it because we don't want to see our neighbors going going above us on the table that was i mean 15 years ago who would have thought that right like that was not even on the card yeah so um the honorable mention um about hmm. saint tottenham's day um so so when i mentioned um uh the only aim of uh, say as spurs would would be to win against arsenal and finish above us table uh, whereas we uh, were you know fighting for other major uh, major things say a league spot league fighting out for the league and what not i mean over the years it has not been the case like i mentioned previously but still um does it matter for the players uh, uh, as a fan you would look at it like uh, just another game we need so and so points or uh, get into the top 4 or you know stay in contention to the title what is it uh, do you think is it for the players like do they take it you know as just another game or do they do they fight it out for you know the um, um, it's a north london derby and the bragging rights not um <clears throat> if i can answer that uh, i'll give you two anecdotes uh, for that anjan one is the same example you gave as to why uh, i was trying to say my point uh, the 2004 uh, when we went there and uh, we won the league there uh, remember when robbie keen scores the last minute penalty and they celebrate as if they won it um, the fact was uh, onri tells him um, after the end or towards the end of the game when he says you do know that we just needed one point to win the league right and then they go on to celebrate that was our level we went there and won the league whereas they were celebrating for a point so that was one um to answer your question do the players uh, consider this as big uh, tony adams told this to dennis burkham when he came uh, to highbury that um, look uh, this is the list uh, that's going to be there and we don't lose to spurs that's it that was the only thing tony adams told dennis and that is how the english guys would have set it up for everybody and that has continued i don't think so you would have seen lucas torreira celebrate that much uh, as much as he celebrated scoring that goal to the same way like in obamiang scoring uh, recently in that 2-2 so 
it it will be there it's imbibed this rivalry will always be there uh, arsenal spurs but i think the players do realize how big it is for the fans they do it for the fans else um, it's just three points so i i just want to uh, bring up uh, something i read uh, on twitter so this is uh, attributed to tim stillman um, if you know him he writes for as a blog uh, so after the league win at uh, white hart in 2004 um, the fans uh, apparently need to wait uh, in the stadium the away fans they were escorted uh, to the tube station where they you know got on to the uh, uh, train and uh, as the train uh, um checked past uh, to one of these stations there were you know a lot of angry spurs fans waiting with bottles and what not uh, but the, as the train stopped the doors didn't open um, the arsenal fans on the trains inside and the uh, spurs fans uh, station with um, everything in their hand you know shouting uh, because they lost one thing and uh, arsenal won the title at their home and the you know train started slowly um and all the arsenal fans you know erupted in joy so um i mean those are the moments i i think as a as a football fan as an arsenal fan you you know want to be part of um you know thousands of miles away we are here and uh, every win we we support uh, we we are enthusiastic we are um, you know almost as invested as they are although we are not there physically at the um, stadium um but but when it's a loss to be we take it as much as uh, those uh, fans there or or is it uh, is it like you know just another loss no to some extent we do take it uh, as uh, vivek mentioned that how much of an emotional connect this game has so yes it does feel more bad uh losing to tottenham than other club for sure yes we may not be able to express it or it probably hurt doesn't hurt that much as the uh, fans who are actually going and watching the stadium but uh, having said that it doesn't mean uh, as a normal loss at all yes a, a loss against tottenham will hurt because over the years it has had that emotional connect look uh, so i want to talk at a very basic level the reason why it hurts a lot for the londoners is because they ha- <clears throat> they have folks in their family uh, that supports spurs probably half the office is spurs half the office is arsenal maybe a bit of chelsea somewhere in there so if 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 the question is how much it hurts it hurts it hurts a lot when we lose to spurs but does it hurt me the most when we lose to spurs i wouldn't say so i would still say united top the list and off late i would say even for that matter liverpool simply because of the people you talk to right i mean it is it is your social circle that kind of determines everything in life and football is nothing different you want to beat the team so that uh, your your team is the best in your social circle because it's something to brag about football is is end of the day bragging rights for us it's not money it's it's just bragging rights and it's emotion do you think we um you know change or uh, focus on um the rivals or say the derby game uh with the tactics uh, focused especially uh, on the on the opposition or or we do it do we take it as you know just on the game uh i think with football in the present time 
yes uh, there is a bit of emotion attached but i think for a manager per se or for the yeah for the manager or the person or the tactician i think they consider it as an another football game i don't think that they would take attention given to a game just because it's a rival game so much competition uh, football being so developed and so much internalities is there for each and every team i think even for a derby game same moral i think i'll contradict um, i think um, they do get they are all human and they are all uh, emotional about the same i think the closer to the derby uh, closer to uh, the game i'm fairly certain most managers would have been told uh, one zillion times not that it affects them as much but uh, realistically they would be told repeatedly that this game matters um e- easy examples would be that 4-2 um if you ask just offhand to any of us or any arsenal fan what's the one thing you remember good about uh, emery's um, reign here most often than not you will hear the 4-2 though we did um, go 20 games unbeaten i don't think so too many people will tell you that unless they are very much the stats guys but they will say the 4-2 or um, if you remember just a season uh, not seasons a few years back when uh, we signed ozil but before that uh, we won 1-0 uh, giroud scoring and then there was a sense of huge relief that uh, okay and then the next day we we signed ozil or that day that day night we signed ozil so the, i think there's a lot riding on this the managers are human um, does the tactics get changed tactics are based on uh, team to team you wouldn't go uh, against spurs and say uh, i'm going to beat the life out of them um, when they go when we go to the lane that's not going to happen uh, managers need to be pragmatic wherever they uh, play and whoever they play but i think they do get affected uh, about this game a lot more but yeah if it's a championship decider or fourth place decider versus a spurs game the managers are uh, smart and of any manager to prioritize what is prioritized yeah so recently you know um, there are um, you know talks about um, you know something called a power shift uh, so where um, you know one team has been dominating the scene for uh, so many years and then there's a gradual um you know upcoming of the other team uh, and uh, over a period of years it has you know overtaken them not not just the north london derby uh, there have been um, other uh, cases uh, um, as examples as well so uh, focusing on north london derby do, do you think uh, there has been a power shift or uh, at least for a very brief period of time um you know is is it something uh, tangible that you could you know uh, use it as a you know measurement or uh, to determine how good the team has been um, over the years so so for me uh, i i think people on the call around disagree with me but i don't think there's been a power shift I, i will call it or confirm it to me as power shift if and when spurs do something meaningful in terms of winning an actual trophy i think there is a legitimate case to say that there is a full fledged power shift in manchester because city have pretty much taken over the league there there's at some point surely going to win the champions league and i'm not sure united is any closer to doing either so so to me uh sure spurs may be the better team as of now but a power shift in terms of the club and the kind of players uh, the club can attract and the fan base i think all that is considered 
when you call it a power shift i i would say no i i don't think spurs have done that they closer than they were 15 years ago but i don't think there's a power shift i agree with vivek as well even i don't think it has been a power shift uh because yes uh for the past 2 years they have been finishing above us but as we have been discussing for the past 15 odd minutes that spurs aim was always to finish above us uh, but whereas our aim was something different so just because they have been just able to finish above us for the past 2 years and they have just made to the final of a champions league uh that doesn't necessarily mean that there has been a power shift and generally power shift is such a term that it it, it generally takes few years not only two years uh the fact that we mentioned about uh, man city and uh, united essentially we are talking of a period of say 5 6 years last 5 6 years as city have won i think three titles uh three premier league titles won uh, every domestic title as well that is what you can call an actual power shift with arsenal and spurs no there hasn't been a power shift yet vinay your thoughts um if the power shift definition is uh, trophies then both of them both ankura and vivek are correct uh, i don't think so it's been 2 years i think it's been around 4 seasons that they have finished above us uh, they have challenged uh, for the league title more than us in the in these seasons uh, when chelsea won or Uh, I think when Leicester won, I think Spurs were there and thereabouts, uh, challenging. So I think they have been the better team, better squad, uh, more fitter squad for the last three, four years. Don't get me wrong, I do hate them, but uh, the fact is uh, there is not going to be a power shift based on three, four seasons. Um, one is we were what twenty seasons finishing above them, uh, and uh, so that's that even numerically does not equate. but they have been better than us in the last 3 4 season and and that's a given uh, if you go by league positions players performances whatever you name it uh, honestly the better manager as well so uh, i'm talking pochettino uh-huh. so i think power shift is too big a word good vinay that you mentioned pochettino yeah i yeah. could i could see i could hear i could hear some voice of dissent there um, or disagreement um um listen i mean pochettino was um, a decent uh, manager a decent guy as well um uh, would, would you have uh, taken him at arsenal after wenger antonio conte please that that was what was on the wish list uh pochettino, uh, pochettino will go to a bigger club uh, if 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 no no i mean i mean this uh, this is a straightforward yes or no question post wenger pochettino yes or no we took emery so yes yeah Yes, Pochettino. I, I, I mean, look, if we're going to compare to uh, to Emery, then yes, Pochettino. But otherwise, I think I I 100% agree with you. Conte, we should just gone Conte. Uh, even I feel that we should have just gone for a Conte or a Allegri. Uh, being compared to uh, Emery, yes, we might have we might say Pochettino. But having said that, we should have gone for Conte or Allegri. Straight answer is no. Yeah, cool. Uh, so back to uh, Vinay. Uh, do you think? um manager uh sole factor um you know which which um, uh, brought in this power shift um, you know terminology or or something like that into uh, in the argument because it was not the case before and uh, it, it was more so during his reign um you need to repeat that i couldn't catch the entire question 
so what i what i asked you is is, is it because uh, of a manager uh, uh, particularly like pochettino uh, because of whom the uh, power shift came into the argument because it was not the case so before um i think that i think the team played better spurs played better than us right uh, as i mentioned earlier uh, they were the ones legitimately saying that uh, we are closer to the title um, and uh, they were there till march april um, a couple of seasons that they did not win uh, in the end in football uh, it's the winners who takes the cake so the power shift angle again the only reason that they have been mentioned a lot more times nowadays is because they have been playing better than us if you look at um, individual players they got the top scorer um, they had arguably the best uh, center back pairing before um, Liverpool got Van Dijk uh, in uh, Alderweireld and uh, Vertonghen. They had Walker. Uh, Rose was doing good for them. Uh, Eriksen was uh, pulling the strings. So you could say they had the spine. Uh, Loris as your goalkeeper captain. So you they had the spine better than ours. We were we are still searching for answers. Uh, so in that way, they uh, have been the better team the last three four uh, seasons for sure. And the manager helps. He built that yeah. team. Yeah, I think it's it's safe to say Pochettino was probably the biggest difference maker. Um, if he, especially if he had a say in the players they brought, of course. I I go back to uh, one thing that uh, Vivek mentioned. Uh, you know, the lack of uh, English players or or the uh, lesser number of them um, uh, contributing to you know the uh, general disinterest uh, in in a derby, uh, North London derby specifically. So is it is it one of the reasons? Uh, do you think? So in terms of, if I'm going by how how much passion that gets the last eight games played, just between those over a span of two and a half years, probably two and a half seasons, maybe because we also played them in cup games. I don't think the passion is any lesser. I see um, the likes of Aubameyang, uh, Alex Lacazette. Uh, even Socrates, for that matter, playing full-fledged, passionate playing sport. So I think it's it's like what Vinay said that this rivalry, this uh, emotion, it's now part and parcel of football. If it doesn't come through the players, it's probably coming through the physios. It's not coming through the physios. Maybe it's coming through some of the assistant coaches. Or medics or whoever. So I think it is. It's so far deep in its roots that any time uh, a, a match day is nearing and Spurs are the opponents, there's just a buzz through the week. And I'm sure that's the case in the in the training center as well. I think the English players help. Um, I remember Chesney or Jack or even uh, Ramsey. Yeah. How much it mattered to them. Um, again, you go through the academy and uh, you are told this repeatedly that the one team you shouldn't lose, the one team you shouldn't lose, uh, is definitely Spurs. So I think the lack of uh, homegrown talent or the academy players coming through could be there because if you ask, um, I don't know, maybe an Aubameyang, uh, but like Dortmund versus uh, I don't know what what's the one Schalke, that they yeah. consider Schalke. Uh, Dortmund Schalke is far bigger Schalke, than yeah. maybe he has seen derbies, right? Uh, they would have seen bigger derbies, maybe I don't know. For us, it may be the biggest, but for him, he will say I have seen bigger. So yeah, homegrown talents and English players, and most importantly, the ones who realize uh, this derby and how important 
maybe that factor is there i think with the how, how how well games are broadcast oh. now and how far and, and the global reach of football and especially the premier league has kind of given the north london derby an upper hand now if you talk about a decade or decade and a half, decade and a half ago north london derby wouldn't even be mentioned uh in in the foreign leagues but now it is a derby that is considered to be an actual derby and also because like balaji said uh, earlier on the call it is a, it is an absolute delight for the neutral because there's goals there's red cards there's challenges there's incorrect decisions by ref it it has it all it's and it's always uh, a full pack between us and derby that's that i think i agree uh, simply because i think the the biggest derby at least in terms of football and what goes with that has to be the el yes. clasico uh, but i think the el clasico is getting shaded more and more with a lot of political overtones um clubs either going ahead and beating like say barca beats real madrid comprehensively or real does that um so so the kind of um drama that happens on the north london derby we aren't seeing much i'm not too good with uh, the italian league as the milan derby of the 90s maybe huge then but now you hardly mention the italian league uh, so yeah i think for sheer drama you can't beat a north london derby uh the van persie third goal for me as well i think uh, in the recent time it has to be one of the best goals of the derby yeah so short and crisp van persie goal All right, moving on. Um, your favorite oh, derby goal? Okay. Um, Pick your turns. I'll Jay. go first. I, I, if if you allow, if you allow, I, I would like to choose two. One has to be uh, that goal from Henri, the long distance celebration. Um, for everything, that goal had everything. Uh, and number two, um, I, I would actually, I, I, I obviously can't stand the sight of him anymore. but that uh, van persie curler that, that was special in the 5-2 comeback that meant so much and there was there was no one gave there was a chance that season to come back overtake spurs and finish fourth but we did it and that goal was a start of it all sweet uh, so i i'll also be picking two um, one is the obvious onry goal uh, long distance <laughs> run followed by long distance celebration that one and um, second one um, at white hart lane by rozitski um purely because i think we were at a, a dugout screening and uh, he scores it uh, very early on in the game and we spent an entire um, you know uh, the screening uh, waiting for them not to score uh there throughout the screening it is a very um, eventful uh, memorable uh, game so i and the, the goal was the goal was no less it was an absolute uh, screamer So, yeah, I, I think that Rozitski goal is still the well, fastest goal ever um, scored in a Premier League game, right? If I'm not wrong. No, no. Okay. Yeah, but but, but we don't okay. have a lot no, no, to lose from, don't so. we? There are so many memories when it comes to sports. Yeah, so, uh, Mostly yeah. good, some bad, of course. Yeah, some bad. Uh, even even uh, I I would like to mention uh, one more uh, incident of our Spurs game. It's not a goal as such. Uh, the FA Cup game, since we mentioned Rozitski, Rozitski and Flamini scored in that game as well, and then uh, Walcott gets injured, and when he stretched off in front of the Spurs fans, so he uh, gestures them the score line two nil, gives them a gives them a smile, and just leaves. So yeah, that is another memorable incident from a from the Spurs game, which was a 
of a cup game, not even a league game. So yeah, lots of good memories. Yeah. Oh, 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 then search Nabri score for them, or or was it Kazola and Rozitski? Uh, one of the two, I no, guess. No, Flamini and Ozitski. Yeah. No, sorry, Kazola and Ozitski. Yeah, Kazola. Yeah. 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 And yeah, to be honest, I think that's Volko's biggest moment for Arsenal. Not on the pitch, kind of off it, but yeah. The Robert Perez goal, uh, 5-4, we go away. Um, mm. Those feet, uh, yeah, the 5-4 uh, classic, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Henri's goal, of course. Uh, and I think the Burkham won uh, quite a long time back. Uh, Ian Wright uh, crosses from... Uh, the right flank and then Burkham scores to make it 3-1. I think I have to mention Dennis uh, in every given opportunity, hence that. So, Henri, uh, Perez and Burkham, all three goals. Yeah, somewhere around the pitch. Yeah, your other, um, you know, Derby favourite mm. moments or memories? There are just so many to choose from. Somehow, the, the fight who constantly keeps uh, ticking out for me uh, because that, that I think in many ways, that season was supposed to be the downfall of uh, Arsene Wenger, right? The, the 8-2 was that season. What was that? 4-2, 4-1 loss to Blackburn when they scored some three offside goals. Uh, and, and the resurrection in the second half was just unbelievable. Spurs came to the Emirates as the favourites. I as the favorites, And I don't think that had happened before that. It's happened since. But that was probably the first time they came to the Emirates as favourites. And and we went, we go two goals down. Uh, there was a dive, I think, by Bale that got them the penalty to start things off. And everything from then on was just amazing. And that's, I mean, to me, it's also a special moment because it was a screening. We were at, what was that place? B52? B52? Yeah. A uh, small crowd, a close crowd. But my God, that, that was a night. That was a special, special night. I think, I think, I think the to... other uh, also quite a memorable for one for me as well. I remember I was in my hostel. I was watching in the common TV room. Uh, the game started dramatically. Uh, they scored first. Then Adebayo gets a red card uh, on the challenge on Kazola. Then Mertesacker scores a goal. Podolski scores that absolute bomb of a goal. So yeah, the, uh, the, the that 5-2 also has to be one of the uh, top uh, North London derbies, which I have watched like. I think the, I'll have to mix uh, both the good and the bad. Uh, the good, the best one, obviously, is the first goal in that two-two uh, when we win the league. There, the, they get a corner and then we score in the counter attack in less than ten seconds. We are scoring. Uh, that's got to be one of the best memories that you could have. Some of the worst ones, uh, I don't know how many remember. We drew against them. Harry Redknapp takes over and we drew against them at the Emirates 4-4. We will be leading 4-2 oh in God. 90 minutes. And then Genius of all people scores the uh, goal to tie it up. Uh, David Bentley had scored an absolute screamer at the start. Start, yeah. So, yeah, that was that one. Was, and I think... Midweek game, wasn't it? I remember. That yeah, I think it was night. midweek yeah. and I, I, I won't yeah. be surprised if we watched it together. Yeah, uh, that's right. Somebody's house. Yeah. yeah. That was one. And I think Yunus Kabul scores one. We will oh, we lose God. it 3-2. Uh, we will be leading 2-0 at halftime and we end up losing 3-2. First time, I think we lost to them at uh, Emirates. So, yeah, a couple of bad ones. But, yeah, distinct memory is still uh, Henri taking the ball, passing it to Dennis, and then he passes it to Vieira and goal. Uh, oh, yeah, that's that's just stunning. 
yeah i i hope uh, you know in the near future we go there again a new stadium and all and uh, win it win the league again so we can you know have a new chant so i'll be wrapping up by asking you um, your your final thoughts on what uh, you know the future holds uh, for you know the northland up derby specifically let's see right i mean i think if this season had gone on and we were uh, due to play them again arteta and morinho that would have been very very interesting to see how that turned out Emery, for for all that we say, he had a good run against Spurs. We lost we lost in the cup, but we beat them at home, and we absolutely should have beaten them away as well. Uh, I I think the distance between the two clubs has uh, reduced in the last two seasons. That's not so much because of Arsenal's progress, but it's more so down to Spurs' decline themselves. Some infighting, Pochettino leaving. Hiring Jose Mourinho, are you serious? And and they have given him a massive contract to sack him. They'll have to break the bank. So, I think in maybe two seasons, it's it's going to be back to fighting for top four for Arsenal again, and probably battling it out with Spurs to ensure we finish on top of them, uh, it, or even better, they're probably in, languishing in tenth, and it's just another game for us. But uh, and it it's it's a matter of an emotional game, but not so much a footballistic one. So yeah, yeah, very optimistic that Vinay. North London derby will always be emotional, um, irrespective of uh, which league positions we are in. It it will always be close to heart for every Arsenal fan, and I think it's going to continue. Um, agreed to Vivek uh, in terms of uh, where we see Spurs. I think they are going to decline. Um, they don't have the spending power anymore, unlikely as well, unless they sell Kane, who is their prized asset. So if they do that, and I think they will, knowing uh, David Levy's business uh, acumen. So, I think Spurs probably are uh, going to feel that we are going to be much closer to them this coming season. Not the one if we are going to complete. I think they are going to finish above us again. But I think next season, I may be optimistically telling this, uh, I think they are going to finish above them next season itself. Ankur, your thoughts? Even I feel that uh, Spurs are already uh, on their decline. And uh, with the new stadium and everything, and especially the huge contract which they have given it to Mourinho, I think uh, next season could be the season where we again uh, finish above Spurs. And having said that, we all know what do we think of Tottenham and the all. It's shit. So, no matter what happens, they will always be a shit club and think they'll be back to normal from next season. They'll start finishing below us forever in our shadows. Yeah, that's that's a very emotional finish to the pod. All right, then you heard the guys. Um, that was uh, derbies and rivalries. This is Anjan signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please search Arsenal Bangalore on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and follow our official handles for all the updates.